Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff the Lady Golf Teacher here and welcome to today's Golf Talk with Tiff. Lovely to have you here. Look forward to sharing with you what we're about to talk about today. It's something very close to my heart and I feel that it's something that's going to really help you be the golfer who you want to be. So this is what I want you to be very, very aware of. Be careful of the thoughts you have and the words in which you use to describe yourself because the universe is listening and it will give you what you want. Now this applies to life, which we could go down a huge path of discussion about life and so on and the words and thoughts in which we use, but I'm not gonna, (laughs) I'm not gonna go through that today, but I'm going to look at how this applies to you and your golf. And if you think about how you think about your golf will really be part of how you think about yourself as a person, as a human being. So if you keep saying these words to yourself or something very similar to this to yourself is I am a beginner golfer, I am a C grade golfer, I am a B grade golfer, I am an A grade golfer, I am not consistent, I am a bad golfer, I am not improving, I am a terrible golfer, I am hopeless at golf. I'm desperate to be consistent. I'm always stuffing up that particular shot. I'm always playing that hole really bad. I can't putt, I can't chip, I can't hit my driver and so on. Whether you're saying I am in the negative or I can't do something specific, then what's actually actually happening here is that you're reaffirming of what you can't do. Like you're constantly telling yourself that you can't do that. And if you really think about it, what other phrases do you use in everyday life? Do you do so, use words very similar to that of reaffirming that what you are not? And in golf through conversations that I have with many clients or just in golfers in general, they always tell me what they can't do And obviously they come to me to fix what they can't do. And I show them how to do what they need to do and solve their problems. And that's the physical skill on what we work on. But they will come back in a week or a month or even a year saying the same thing. I can't do blah, 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 whatever, whatever that is. And why is this the case? It's because of what they think. It's because of what their belief is. They still believe they can't do it. So they come back and they say, I tried what you said, but it's not working. And the thing is, is it does work. It's just that you must keep working on it until you get it. And sometimes it takes longer than you think. So it's the thoughts you put in your mind. It's the willingness to practice until you get it right. And the problem we experience is that we want everything yesterday. We live in a very, you know, rush, rush world. Everybody wants everything yesterday. We want it now. It must happen now, right? It must happen now. This is the thing. It must happen now. It's got to happen now. 
But because you put so much pressure on it that it must happen now, or I must prove to everyone I can do this, I'm having lessons, I must or I should improve, because you are not seeing it straight away, therefore it doesn't work. And why do you think many people go off and have golf lessons with lots of different coaches all the time? I see this quite often. I have people that come and go to me. I have people that come and go to other coaches and then they'll come to me and then they'll go off to someone else. Because it's the coach that it's not giving the the answer to what they want. They are not very good. That's what people think. Could it be the fact that you're impatient and you want it to work now? That's what I want you to be thinking about. Is it the fact that you're impatient and you want it to work? Now, I'm not having a go at you in any shape or form, so please don't misunderstand that. But it's that impatience of we want it now. We've got to have it now. We've got to have it yesterday. It should be working now. I'm putting the effort in. I'm putting the time in. It should be happening right now. But what I see is that you haven't given it the time or space to work on it. Some things take longer than you anticipate. You know, like when you're setting goals and so on. Sometimes those goals that you want to accomplish by the end of the year may not happen at the end of the year. They will happen at some point, but they may not happen on your time frame. So I want you to understand that even though things may not be working for you now because of specific skills that you still need to work on, most likely the mental skills, The physical skills usually are a reflection of what's going on mentally. And so if it doesn't happen now, then it just won't happen. And that's how people think of it. So what I want you to do is you you need to give it the time. You need to give it the space to work on it. And I will tell you from my own experience that it won't happen when you want it to happen. It will happen when you do a few of these suggested things that I'm going to share with you. So one, use the right language to focus on your improvement. Don't look at what you can't do. Look at what you want to do and how you're going to do it. Two, give yourself the space and time to work on the improvement. The fact that you are playing golf still and haven't given up on you means that you do love golf or you at least like it and you are determined and have the determination to improve it so that's great right fantastic and this is so wonderful that you want to improve however i will say this to you golf is a journey it is not a destination or golf is a path of discovery it is not a destination And why I say that is because when we play, no matter what level of golf we play, we always feel that we could have done better. Even if you shot 41 points in your round, you still felt like you could have done better. We always feel like we've left something out there. We always feel like we've missed a few of those short putts. If only I just got that, I would have been better. We always feel that we could have hit our tee shots better. We could have hit our second shots better, our pitch shots, chip shots, bunker shots. They could always be better. So when we look at it this way, if it could always be better, wouldn't you then agree that this becomes a journey of improvement, a path of discovery on how to play better? 
So when Tiger Woods was at the top of his game, he took time off from the tour to make it better. He took time off to make his swing better. He was already number one in the world. He was already so far ahead of the rest of the, of the group, but he could still see that there was room to improve. And that's what happens with all the players on the tour, male and female, they keep working on getting better. And therefore this is you too. You are still working on becoming a better golfer. So this gets then back to what I was saying before. If you believe, think, or say, I'm not good at golf, I am inconsistent, I am bad, I am not improving, I want this so badly, I want to prove that I can do this, then my friend, you'll always play golf from this place, simply because that's what you believe. If you keep saying, I'm not good at golf, you're going to keep seeing the results of why you're not good at golf. If you keep saying, I am inconsistent, then you're going to keep seeing the reasons why you are inconsistent. If you say that I'm bad at golf, you're going to keep looking for the reasons why you're bad at golf. If you say that I am not improving, then you're going to keep looking at the reasons of why you're not improving. If you have this feeling of I want this so bad that you're clutching on too tight because you want it so badly, you're so desperate to make it happen. So that's where you're playing from, a place of desperation. If you're saying, I want to prove that I can do this, again, you're holding on so tight to prove to everyone in the world that you can do this. That's the place that you're going to be applying from, trying to prove to everyone that you're worthy, that you're good enough. And we don't need to live this way. We don't need to play golf in this way. And I'll share with you how negative thoughts constantly will bring you down and not give you what you want. I'm just going to share you a, a story with you about when I turned 50 last year. And this is not really, it's not golf related, it's life related, but you'll you'll see how this then reflects everything in, in what you do. I feel that I need to share this with you. Some of you may have heard this story before, some of you may not, but I share this with you on what the thought processes are and how they can actually stop you. So when I turned 50 last year, and if you're older than me, you're going to, come on, 50 is no big deal. Cause you're like, oh, well, I'm 60 something, I'm 70 something or I'm 80 something or even older. Please bear with me with this. Cause this was a big, big, uh, big thing in my life at that time. But leading up to turning 50, I lived with absolute dread I dreaded turning 50 from the age of 40 on oh my god it's 10 years and I'm going to be turning 50 when I hit 45 oh my god I'm going to be 50 in in five years when I turn 49 oh my god this is my last year in my 40s oh my god I'm going to turn 50 next year right I lived from a place of dread and because I was so terrified that when I turned 50 I was going to be disappointed with myself and that I would see myself as a failure. That's why how I kept living. I lived in dread of turning 50 because all I saw myself as failure and disappointment. And so when I did turn 50, all I did see myself was, was failure and disappointment because that's all I saw myself in my, in my mind. Yet my hubby and others around me would say, oh, come on, Tiff, you know, you're a successful woman. You've got to play tennis overseas. 
you had a successful tennis coaching business, successful sports skills business for kids, got a university degree, you did your real estate license, you got to scratch in three years after learning to play golf. You taught golf after five years of learning it. You success you have a successful golf teaching business. You've written your first book and many other things, right? But all I saw was disappointment and failure because I was hanging on to the past of not being the tennis player I wanted to be. I hung on to that I, for 30 years. For 30 years I've hung on to that. So at the age of 20, when I gave up on tennis, I gave up on me and all I saw myself as was a failure and disappointment. So even though I was able to accomplish other things along the way, I still saw disappointment and failure because deep down to the core, that was my belief. And even though I went on a personal development journey from the age of 35 to discover what was holding me back, still deep in the core, I saw failure and disappointment. And the reason for that was in my ego-driven mind that what I believe success was, it was not displayed in my reality, in my mind. So the turning point, we're on holiday last year when we got an opportunity where we were out of lockdown, we had an opportunity to go away last year. And I actually hated the holiday. I love my husband dearly. The two of us went away, but I hated the holiday because I spent the whole time screaming at myself inwardly about being a failure and disappointment. And the only respite I received was going to sleep at night where I could have some mental peace and quiet. And what I was looking for was a place of calm and a place of inner peace, being okay with who I am, loving who I am. And there's a saying, the world is a mirror of what you see. And I didn't like the world I was seeing. All I saw was failure and disappointment. That was massive for me. That was, that was a big turning point of, of spending really my first 50 years of my life seeing failure and disappointment, especially the, the, the last 30 years from that point of not being the tennis player I wanted to become and living in that point of failure and disappointment. I was never good enough even though I was able to accomplish a lot of things after. Could you imagine if my mindset was different from the age of 20 to 50? And if I didn't have that failure and disappointment in the core? And I'm sharing this with you because I want, if, you're, if you can relate to this, then you know that where I'm coming from. So what I said before is I was looking for a place of calm and inner peace. I was being okay with who I am, being okay with me loving who I am. The world is a mirror of what you see. And like I said, I didn't like the world I was seeing. What I wanted was inner peace and calm. So what I went through was I went on a journey of letting go because I was holding on so tight to things and not letting them go and letting things come about because I was holding on so tight to what I was of what I saw myself as, as a failure and disappointment. I held on to that for 30 years. And there was a course I was doing last year um, through going through this process of, of that inner peace and calm and letting go. 
and this um, woman that was expressing in one of the lessons and she said it was like holding onto a pine cone so tight that you couldn't let it go. And all I could feel was the pine cone sticking deep into my hand. When I was explaining that to my mum, my mum said, oh my God, I can just see blood dripping from your hand because you're holding on so tight. So it's a journey of letting go. Now, if we bring that back into your golf, because I want, I share this with you because I want, what is that I want for you is I want you to truly think about what will give you what you desire. I want you to be very aware of what the words that you are using. Okay, it's so important. So if you go on this this process of how we're going to play better golf and, and get what you want out of your golf. So I want you to be thinking about this. If you are saying, thinking or playing golf from a place of frustration, a place of anger, a place of disappointment, a place of failure, and you are always in that space, then you are always going to play golf from that. So if you're thinking, saying, playing golf from a place of frustration, you're always going to be playing from frustration because that's where you're at. If you're playing it from anger, then you're always going to be playing golf from anger because that's where you're at. If you're playing golf from disappointment because you're thinking saying it, feeling it, then you're always going to be playing from a place of disappointment. You're always going to be disappointed with your golf. So can we change that? You know, there's that saying, a leopard can't change its spots. Yes, it can. Okay, that's the physical. We're looking at the mental. Can we change it? Sure we can. We can change it. But we can change it only if you want to change it. And you have to truly want to change it. Now I have this really beautiful client. I won't mention her name, but she knows who she is. She listens to all of these podcasts. So hello, you know who you are. She's working on becoming the golfer she wants to be. Right? She is being the golfer that she wants to be. She's working on improving her skills. She's working on improving her mindset. She's working on improving her mental approach to the game. She's building her belief in herself. She's learning to trust the process. She's working on her routines. And because she's doing all this, she's getting the results. She's starting to see the results happen for her. She's also learning a lot about who she is and how she handles situations as she goes. And does it work every single time she walks out onto the course? No, it doesn't. She knows that. She's aware of that. But she keeps working on it as she's in that process of letting go. She's in that process of trusting all these things that she's working on that it's going to help her become the golfer that she wants to become. Be the golfer that she wants to become. and Be the golfer that she's becoming. She's trusting it and she's become part of that journey. She's part of that golf journey. So you might be thinking, and well done, by the way, she knows who she is. So you might be thinking, okay, Tiff, where do we go from here? Well, my friend, where do we go from here? 
It's a very good question. We start looking at the thoughts and the language, the words in which we speak when we're playing golf, what we think about golf, and even what we think about even after golf, not even during golf. Because golf, especially when you're passionate about your golf, it sits in your mind constantly. My mum, she's such a sweetie, she dreams about golf. Thinking about her golf swing so much, she used to hit dad in the face when she was practicing her swing in bed. Wake up in the middle of the night, bang, hit dad in the face because she's thinking about a golf swing, right? Lives and breathes it, and we do. It's part, of, it's part of our life. When we find something that we really enjoy and that we're passionate about, we live it. Okay, we breathe it. So look at golf as a journey. Look at golf as a path of discovery for you. So if you notice the words that you are saying are, I can't do blah, 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 or I am not blah, 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 whatever that is. I'm not a good golfer. I'm a bad golfer. I can't hit my driver. I can't hit, I can't putt. I can't, well, we have to change that. Then it's time to start rewiring the process, isn't it? So here are some suggestions, very simple things, but you can come up with things that are going to work for you. But I'm just going to give you a few suggestions on how you're going to state who you are because I want you to start thinking it and I want you to start feeling it. When you think it and then you start feeling it, then you'll start acting in it, okay? So this is what I'm going to suggest. Very simple, simple phrases. I am a golfer. So I don't want you to say I'm a beginner golfer or I'm an A-grade golfer or I'm, don't label yourself. I am a golfer. I am confident. I am consistent. I'm a consistent golfer. I am a consistent putter. I am consistent off the tee and anything else that you want to add. And when you start rewiring yourself this way, when you start thinking this way and feeling this way, and you're using these words, you're using these thoughts, what I then want you to do is start looking for how they're going to show up in your game. Start looking for those. Stop looking at what you can't do. Start looking at what you can do and start being the golfer you want to be. Start feeling as the golfer you want to be. You may not be there yet. It's okay. But keep feeling it, keep believing it, and keep thinking it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share these with your friends so that we can build the lady golf teacher community as big as we possibly can and so you can reach your potential. So in saying that, I am. Love you lots. Have an absolutely awesome day and... Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Once you've done that, tee it high, let it fly. Have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you 
to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.